0: Hey and welcome to a little project with Soul Survivor looking at word, spirit and action for today. We've got Matt, Peter and myself here. We've borrowed Cassie's grandma's house at Whale Beach and we've put together seven episodes for you. Peter, you're going to kick us off. The question we often struggle with in ministry is should our ministry be growing? is that the most important thing and this is a bit of a wrestle so yeah can you guide us through today's chat
1: yeah it is a wrestle it is like actually such a wrestle we've talked about culture we've talked about vision and we all as leaders you know we try to do these things in order that our youth groups and our churches and our families might grow Um, and so it can really be a struggle we do all the meetings we do all the things Mm -hmm. um Unfortunately, the reality at the moment is that the church is shrinking, and that is hectic in a lot of ways. Um, and one
2: of the like one of the places we get that from, just in case anyone's like, yeah. where did they get that from? Eighty-seven yeah. uh, <laughs> percent of statistics <laughs> are made up. <laughs> uh, so the National Church Life Survey mm-hmm. over the last many years is that should the how do you say it trajectory yes is to decli- we're declining yeah in people coming to Christ yeah In yeah. Australia in and, Australia
1: and as well you would you know a lot of us were talking about youth groups at the moment yeah if we have an aging church as well yes also from the life church life survey yes um, and so when it comes to youth groups we're just really struggling mm. um, and I think in this generation where we've got um, youth that are really instant They want instant results, we want instant results, we're living in an instant day and age to go on a journey in a relationship with Jesus, to go on a journey with other people and to go on a journey with a a church, and a group is really hard. Um, And so we come against all these cultural things um, as a church, and we come across all these cultural things as young people as well, and so um, it can be a real struggle to grow a youth group. It's becoming a, you know, Pastor I the Youth Group conversation is yes. happening more and more. Yeah. Andrew, this yes. happened to you. You had to have this conversation.
0: <laughs> Who did I have this conversation with?
1: Pastor I the Youth Group. Ah, yes.
0: Mm. Um, well, five years ago, I took on the role as Youth Pastor at Chicago Youth at Dural BAPS. And um, at the start of the year, I, I sat with God. And I actually, I guess I've been part of the youth group for the previous five or six years. And I had this sense that it was going to happen, and that, that probably helped me. Um, but the reality was still difficult. Um, uh, there were some things that I wanted to, I believe, that God wanted to do within the youth group. Um, and those things looked like seeing more prayer, seeing more worship, um, and seeing kids become a bit more bold and courageous in sharing their faith. Yeah. And as we increased that a bit, and probably decreased some of the skating and, and some of the, the, the wildness, um, numbers did drop off a bit. Uh, I think it was partly a bit of the life cycle of we, we had had for three, four years a whole new layout, a whole new um, area where we did youth and some of that hype wore off. Mm-hmm. But yeah, as I sat with God, I had this real sense that God had called me to deepen uh, the faith of our team and our youth, yeah. rather than grow it. Mm. So for me, it was probably a bit easier to handle when the reality came in because I, whilst it was still probably tricky, um, mm. you know, because every young youth pastor wants to have a big youth group, and, and where I have a youth group. Um, there's other huge ones in the area of the hills, mm. um, and but it, what I had to go on a journey of was what was not comparing, um, and and just looking at who God's given me and what would He like us to, to lead into those youth, yeah. and so I guess yeah we had a, a heyday we had like hundred and fifty youth, and then it's dropped below a hundred the last few years, and then um, now at the moment uh, we can have as we can have forty kids on a mm. Friday night probably average around sixty. 70, which uh, in Australia is, is quite large now, and so mm. I'm really like thankful for that, um, but obviously on a night when you're only 40 of your kids, you're going, oh, where are, where are all the other kids? Mm. And that same feeling applies if, if you have 15 or 10 kids and then half don't show up. Yeah. And so it is a struggle, and, and that is where I think we have to dig deep, and the Holy Spirit, the Helper, find what is God doing in this? Mm. Um, what is He doing in me? What does he want to do in my team? What season are we in? And it's asking the hard questions, and I don't think there's always simple answers. Mm. And so I don't have the, the quick answer today. I'm, I'm keen to hear you guys' thoughts as as we keep unpacking this. Yeah. Mm.
1: but I love that because you often talk about you talk about you know you need to be you as a leader need to be great with God and your team as a team needs to be great with God and that flows into your ministry. And so what you're talking about is like you have to have. You have to know what God's called you to in that place, yep. and that will filter down into whatever he's doing. And if that's a small, smaller group, that's a smaller group, yep. because he's doing what you know yep. he wants to do with, mm, yep. with the people that are there. Yep. You chat a lot about faithfulness and fruitfulness. Is there a line? How do those two things work together, um, particularly when your youth group is, is small?
2: Yeah, well, look, on a cheeky side of me, it would be there are times when a youth pastor or a youth group or even the church will say, Oh, look, we're being faithful. We might not be having much fruit, but we're being faithful. And, uh, and for me, it's like, well, if you're being faithful, then Jesus, John 15, uh, you know, the vine and the branches and remain in me and you will be much. Fruit, So they've got to go together. Faithfulness and fruitfulness, they've got to go together. So sometimes I think we need to be a bit blunt and say that one of the reasons why we're not growing is just because I'm frightened. Mm -hmm. And what are you frightened of? Well, I'm frightened of success or and that's something I've personally had to really struggle with. Um then there's, you're frightened of evangelism. I mean, I guess one of the things we should be thinking about what's within our control, it, what's Jesus given us to do, it is to go and share about him in some kind of way, yeah. it, you know, um, which we'll talk about later with projects and, and the importance of them as a way to help people meet and have a conversation about Jesus. Mm. So I think, I think we've got to be very honest and careful that we don't use that language but we're called to be faithful mm-hmm. and then our youth group shrinks yeah. and then and and then we just are stuck mm-hmm. um and yes we're reading the bible and yes we're praying but then if we're going to read about be the light um you know jesus sends them out mm-hmm. um, acts one holy spirit comes acts two out they go preach mm-hmm. um what are you going to do <laughs> yeah.
0: No, I, I, that's, that's really helpful to hear. You just got me thinking again that I guess that then the, the temptation is that you're being faithful and you just keep being faithful with your Friday night and it's getting smaller and you just keep going and going and going and you don't think, oh, maybe God's leading us somewhere new. Yeah. And, and I think, um, you know, as we're hearing that the church in Australia is on the decline. We probably just need new ways to engage, and, and I think there's some great examples out there. But something I've found helpful is is thinking of youth ministry beyond the Friday night, yeah, and and then that opens up well. Maybe it's not about whether you have 60, 10 or 5 kids on a Friday night, but it's actually about that seven day week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And where am I meeting young people? Where yeah. am I visiting or where am I taking my kids to visit other kids? Yeah. Is it a drop in center midweek? Is it yeah. going to sports? Is it doing pancake breakfasts? Yeah. On a Friday morning? Is it a Sunday afternoon doing projects? Yeah. And then if you look at the whole week, Maybe there's room for some more fruitfulness, yes. um, some, and and that the faithfulness actually looks like a bit of risk, a bit of courage. Yes, and and I know that yeah, you've really helped that conversation for me yeah. trying new things, Matt. Mm. Mm.
2: Yeah. I think it's been a real journey in Soul Survivor too, with the whole numbers issue.
1: Mm.
2: And um, so I remember when we started 19 years ago, some very enthusiastic people in my life said, "Oh, Matt." soul survival is halfway between really conservative church and really pentecostal church and so you're 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 in the middle and there's this big market for you so you get this is going to be massive (laughs) and you've got mike pilavacci and tim hughes and man this is going to go nuts and unfortunately every youth minister goes through there i'm going to fill the stadium season of their life and you know i'm going to reach the thousands and i say unfortunately because um, it's really misleading, mm. Mm. and, it's, and, it's, and it's, it's when your imagination can sometimes cause pain later on, which happened to me. So I went down that track, I went, we're going to be massive, and if we didn't reach certain numbers, I was really disappointed. And one of the stories in my life uh, so far about this is in 2008, uh, we took the conference down to Canberra, and there was it was bigger than ever for us mm. with numbers, but it wasn't as big as I thought it would become. Mm. And I actually drove away from an amazing mm. event where 25 local Canberra churches worked together mm. and 650 young people came from across the state to serve. Mm. And I drove away from this event sad that Mm -hmm. there wasn't a thousand people in the room. Well, it got like to 800
0: Mm.
2: uh, on one of the nights, but I was sad and I was like, Matt, you've lost the plot. And I really, I had, I must admit, I had tipped over that, the scale on on this, this question of fruitfulness, because we are called to share the gospel, as you said, Andy, in lots of different ways during the week, Mm. And at that conference, the gospel, the gospel had been sown so far and wide, mm. but um, I had equated in my imagination that everyone would come into the meeting at night that mm. we'd shared with, but they don't. Mm. <laughs> so no, that's really nice. honest. Oh, uh, it's a real journey, and literally it's only, I think, is this true team. It's only in the last couple of years where numbers doesn't... Uh, I, I'm not wrapped up in them. Mm-hmm. But it's been a long journey for me mm-hmm. to not be wrapped up in them.
1: Yeah, but it's hard. It's so hard. And like something that you talk about often is having a kingdom focus and having a kingdom perspective on what is happening. And I yes. think we have to ask God for his help with that yes. because it is so hard to see what he's up to when I am wrapped up in numbers. Yes, and when our head is wrapped up in, in how many people are in the room. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so like I've had to ask for God's help with that. I think we probably all have at some point. Yeah. Um and so when we talk about a youth group being small or um or not growing or shrinking or whatever, mm-hmm. to know what God's kingdom focus is yeah. is so important. Um, of yeah. us but we need to yeah ask for his his eyes for that. Um because in Matthew sixteen I yeah. think he says he will build his church yes. um and uh we are his servants and so yes. let's go for it. Yes. But let's have his perspective.
2: Yes. Yeah. Good. 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 Oh, great.